MLM Nation, episode 72. Don't dwell on the things that people might tell you or talk about you. Just just don't listen to that. It's hard, but you need to learn not to listen to it, and you got to believe in yourself. That's that's the best piece of advice I think I can give you. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I am curious and I'm also excited to bring a special guest today, Marie Louise Smith. Marie, are you ready to make it happen? I'm absolutely ready to have this interview with you. Marie Louise Smith was born in Berlin, Germany, and moved to America in 2010. Her father was a doctor, a radiologist, and Marie thought she was following her father's footsteps when she also got her medical degree in radiology and became a clinical trials imaging specialist. Everything was going along that path until she discovered network marketing in 2011. Marie had no previous experience in MLM, but in just three years and nine months, she hit the highest rank in her company. She's won every award and every incentive trip that her company had offered. So Marie, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Well, hi, Simon. I'm, I'm happy to be here, and uh, thank you for having me, and uh, thank you for this nice introduction. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, uh, I came to the United States uh, in 2010, and uh, I did not think uh, that I was able to work, you know, because I was in the immigration process, and uh, we are not allowed, I wasn't allowed to work there, and I was sitting at home being bored, and one of my... Uh, my uh, call, my husband's colleagues, ex colleagues, colleagues from the Navy, uh, introduced me to network marketing, and uh, and I was like, um, I'm sorry, but you know, I really don't want to do this because you know I'm not going to uh, be the plastic fairy, plastic uh, pot fairy for something, you know. And I had all these uh, things going on about network marketing, and uh, and I said, you know, I don't want to do this, and uh, and I also had a completely different background, like you mentioned, you know, I was in the medical field, and I was thinking to go back to that field uh, here in the U.S. after my immigration process was uh, done and, you know, but I was bored at home and my husband kept talking about this with me, you know, and I was just like, no, I don't want to do this. Please, you know, let me, leave me alone with this. And uh, and so, yeah, I was sitting at home and, uh, and was doing nothing and just sitting here and sitting here and sitting here. And, uh, you know, and then I just decided, well, let's take a look at it, you know, maybe... I can at least take a look at it so that everyone shuts up, <laughs> you know, so leave me alone. That was kind of my reaction. And so they sent me a catalog, an online catalog, and I looked at it and I was like, and now I still don't get it. You know, I no one explained it really to me. They just showed it to me and I did, just didn't get it, you know, and I was absolutely just... Uh, just thinking about it from my medical perspective and from my my uh, academic perspective, and I was like, no, this is this is nothing for me. So, but you know, it turns out, like you said, uh, I then started, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we became very successful. And uh, I would have never, we would have never thought that uh, we are going to become that successful. When I do something, I usually, you know, I I really fully commit to it. It took me. 
uh, three months to decide to do this, you know, to start. And um, yeah, and that was kind of like how we started this. So why did it take three months? Did it really take that much amount of boredom to finally get you to do it? Well, no, it was just like, uh, I was not sure if I wanted to do this because I, I honestly had every, uh, you know, uh, judgment that, that people out there that have never done network marketing have, you know, uh, this is a pyramid scheme and this is this and this is that. And I don't want to do this. I don't want to be associated with it. So what I did, I went back to Germany in this, in these three months and I asked my friends, you know, what do you think about this? And, you know, I showed them uh, the catalogs and I showed them the concept and they were all like the same. They were like, well, Marie, why in the world would you want to do this? You know? And so I, that was a, a total drawback because I was like, wow, now my friends don't want me to do this, you know, and I just, I just felt like horrible about it. So I, I, that was like, that took the longest time to overcome that, you know, to just think about, you know, what it could actually do for me. Um, and my husband in the end was the one, usually it's a little different in this business. You know, it's mostly the husband often is the one who says, well, I'm not sure if you should do this. But my husband was the one who said, this is my friend. I don't think my friend is telling me any lies. Why don't you just try it? You know, Mm. and that was then the point where I said, okay, well, what do I have to lose? You know, the startup cost wasn't that high. And so I was like, okay, after three months of them talking to me, I finally decided to do this. So obviously you had a tremendous success very quickly, but when you first got started, so after three months you got started, did you have immediate success? And if you no. did, so, so you didn't. So what were some of the challenges you faced then? Well, it was, uh, the biggest challenge was myself, Simon. Uh, I, I really, I didn't understand how this works. You know, uh, I, I was trying to invent the wheel new, you know, I was doing everything wrong that you could do wrong. You know, I just, I just thought, oh, you know, I have to bring all this new stuff in and I have to do everything myself because what the company is offering might not be the right, uh, right uh, material for the German market. And I was just reinventing the wheel, completely beginner mistake, you know, wanted to do everything on my own and, and it didn't work and it just didn't work. And I didn't, I didn't, the problem was I couldn't overcome myself. You know, I thought I can do it better. And that was a mistake to think that because everything was there and I should just have used it, but I didn't. And I just, you know, I was messing around with, creating things on my own and wasting time and uh, and we had we had problems recruiting in the beginning uh, so much that we we didn't even know what we were doing wrong but until we figured out what we were doing wrong so what was the wake up call that made you hey you know I'm making things too hard let me just be coachable and follow the system because a lot of distributors they just stay like that right like oh this is no yeah. it's not going to work let me try it this way but what was the wake up call where hey let me be coachable and just follow the system well, the the wake up call was when uh, when uh, I was listening uh, to a training call of my uh, company that addressed exactly that uh, that issue. You know, they were saying, you know, it needs to be easy, it needs to be du- duplicatable. You know, you need to do it in a way uh, that people can duplicate. Because what I was doing was absolutely not. No one could do that because no one first had the time to do it, nor often people didn't have the skills to create, uh, I don't know, uh, very high-end videos and things like that. So, you know, no one really thought, hey, I can do that too. So that's why we didn't recruit, you know, because everyone was saying, well, 
you know, I can't do that, what you're doing. And I was listening to that call and I was like, see, company knows best. They even know what my problem is. And so I was thinking about it. I was sitting down with my husband and we were talking about it. I was like, you know what? I think that's the problem. I'm making it too complicated. I'm making it far too complicated for people to understand what I'm doing or what we're supposed to do. I see. So what was the... And then once you switched over, things just start taking off once you made it simpler? Yeah. I mean, it was once we used what was there and what was easy to understand for people and written in a way that people understood, it just it just took off because, you know, now they they had something in their hands that they could use and that they could follow, you know, and that they that was easier for me too because I had a lot more time, right? Mm-hmm. I had a lot more time before I didn't have the time. I just, you know, I was so busy with developing things that I thought were better that I completely missed the point of, you know, doing the actual job. And uh, and that's that was really when, when we started to seeing results. Yeah, when you say that, I can totally see, see you. Like you're probably creating your own slides, creating your, <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. adding slides to the presentation because you felt the company one was missing information. Especially, I mean, that's a danger because someone like educated like you, medical background, you probably almost like know too much for your own good, right? You, there's probably lots of info that you know that you feel that you should add in there. But when you yeah. add it in there, it just makes the business so hard and so complicated. That scares exactly. people away. And the thing is, you know, you're saying I was adding slides. I wasn't just adding slides. I was just completely reinventing it. I didn't <laughs> take it, you know. I just made my own. And then uh, it, the presentation that should have been like 20 minutes became one hour because I was used to, in the academic field, you know, to in, to explain everything in so much detail. Now, people were sitting in front of me and they were like, they didn't even know why they were there, you know. they In yeah. the end, they were sitting there looking at me like, Wow. We don't even know why we are here. Why are we here? Hmm. You're probably boring the heck out of people. Like they, like they, some people were just fighting really hard not to yawn into my face. Yes. <laughs> um, were there any other aha moments along the, your journey through this yeah. massive, yeah, that you could share? Yeah. Um, you know, it, 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 this journey personal has taught me a lot about myself, you know, um, and, uh, and um, everyone that I met, uh, and that uh, that I met and, and I encountered taught me something, and um, and it taught me that aha moment that I had was that I'm not only you know uh, in charge of my business but also of myself. You know, like I I never realized you know that I am not the one who needs who needs to that is influenced by other people's by other people's feelings you know i i was dwelling a lot on on things and 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 was always wondering you know when people were negative i was dwelling on that too you know and i was like wow you know why <laughs> why why is this not why am i feeling this way why is this you know why is this happening to me and and in this business you need to be positive right we can't we can't dwell on negative things we can't surround ourselves with negative people just because this is going to be a problem for us too because it's going to rub off on us and we don't want to present that to the people we don't we want to be positive and I never really realized that all that much because I was always trying to fix people you know I was like wow this negative person I need to turn around and my aha moment was when I realized when I was sitting down at home and I was like why am I I am in this great business and you know and I was so excited and now all of a sudden I'm feeling like negative too and I was sitting there and that was when I when that helped me 
that my aha moment when I was like, you know what? I'm not only charge in charge of this business for me, I'm also char- in charge of myself, you know? And that was a big aha moment when I sat down personally that, you know, I'm in charge of myself. There's no one else who, uh, who can run my- myself. It's me. I'm in charge of myself. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think most distributors who have, who have, you know, MLM Nation, if you're struggling right now, it's not the company, it's not the products, it's yourself. You know, yeah. And uh, Marie shared, like, for, for a while, she was trying to reinvent the wheel and make her own presentations. And it's the constant awareness that the only thing that stops us is ourselves. Yeah. And That's exactly what it is. And that was a big thing for me. At first, it took me a while to realize this. And then also, you know, that I am in charge. It's me. It's not the others. It's not the company. Like you said, it's me. I need a change. Not them. It's me. So how do you go about this awareness of, uh, of like, it's me? Is it through your self-development, books, audios? What would you recommend some to like a distributor if they're facing the challenges that you faced? Well, it's really the, the the one part is that you are you need to be willing to accept this that there's you know you need to you need to accept that you are the one because in in my experience most people even if you tell them you know you are the one they're still often are going to go back and trying to figure out even if they say you know uh, yeah I understand they will often come back and they haven't fully realized it that it's them they're still trying to figure out somewhere else you know, what the real problem is. So I would say what's really important is that, that, like I did, you know, sit down and really evaluate the situation truthfully, you know, not lying to yourself, just really sit down. And, and once you have accepted the fact, you know, really truly accepted the fact that it's you, I would, I would read the, like, Every book that's out there that, you you know, I always think you need to figure out, you know, what works for you. Is it reading a book? Is it listening to a podcast? Is it whatever it works best for you? You know, because communication, a lot of people in this, you know, are different. You know, some like to read a book, some rather listen to uh, a podcast. But a book that I really, really liked um, because <laughs> it's easy to read for newbies, like for newcomer, but also for people that are uh, already established in the business. It helps people to put themselves back into the shoes of someone that is new, you know, because this is something for me that has been a challenge uh, once we got rolling and once we got our business established. It wasn't all that easy anymore sometimes to put myself in the shoes of a newcomer. So the best book that also teaches you how to overcome yourself, to me, has always been Mary Christensen's uh, Be a Direct Selling Superstar. Mm. I really like that book. A lot of people don't know that book, I think. Um, but it, it really teaches the basics and it, it helps you to understand it's really you. And like I said, I like it because it helps me put myself back into the shoes again of someone who just started out. Because most of the time we have people that just start out that come to us and we are trying to develop and helping and supporting, right? And it's always important to me not to forget how that was and how that is and how I had to come overcome myself. Yeah, fabulous info. ML Nation, go and rewind. Hit that rewind button, the 15-second rewind button a couple of times and listen to that. And it's so good because really it's about you. We hold ourselves back. And I have a saying, um, the problem's never the problem. The problem's the way we're looking at the problem, right? The way right. you're looking at it is, is our per- perception. And you, that's why it's like 
MLM Nation, you were open-minded when you joined network marketing. And you have to constantly be open-minded, like Marie, like Marie Louise just said, that open-minded to new ideas, the way things are going. And she really hit on the point that was it books and audios? It's finding out the way you learn best, but be open-minded to the ideas that, and Jim Rohn talks about it, in order for your income to change, you must change. So like the company, the products out there, people are successful, you must change. So constantly ask yourself, how can I change? How, and for Marie, you know, she's constantly reinventing herself to make her better because everything that you've accomplished is because of you. So if you want to accomplish more, you have to change. So thank you for sharing that. I think you put it really, really well. I would definitely, ML Nation, rewind that and listen to that. And while you're listening to it, think about where your challenges are and how you could be applying what Marie just taught you. Yeah, I mean, uh, thank you. I, I just, you know, I just feel like that oftentimes when we get into swing of things, like I just said, you know, and we're we're leaders and we're, you know, we're in our little world sometimes, you know, it. I've, uh, I felt sometimes that I didn't lose uh, the sense for, you know, some some people that have not been in that position yet. You know, but I always felt like we constantly have to remind ourselves how it is, and because otherwise we're going to overwhelm people, right? And uh, and that's just something that I uh, I always try to remind myself of. Now let's share another story. Take us to the time that you would consider your proudest moment in network marketing. Well, my proudest moment, um, I would say, you know, I'm I'm not sure if if there was one proudest moment, but I have always been super proud when we when people allowed us to help them succeed to have that little part of you know helping them telling them from our experience adjusting what we know to their circumstances and when we could look back then and and look at them celebrating their success this this has always been this is the most rewarding to me in this business that I can help other people and then when we when we went through you know I mean we don't need a we don't need to sweet talk this if you really want to be successful you need to work smart and you need to you need to work at yourself and you need to work at your business and it's at times really hard work right and when we turn around and when we as Michael and I when we turned around and looked at their accomplishments that was always a proud moment for me because it is just simply that you had this little tiny part in their in their success to help them to reach their goal no matter what their goal was how small or big it really doesn't matter to me you know if if something seems small to me uh, but you know to this person, it seems huge, like a huge thing that they accomplished, then that's huge to me too. You know, I don't make this uh, a money thing or when can we buy the next Ferrari or whatever. If someone struggles personally with being social with other people and now all of a sudden they find themselves being out there talking to people, having a good time, and that was their goal, their initial goal, then I'm happy for them and I'm turning around and I feel proud about this. And this might be my medical background that, you know, that I just like helping people. Mm. Um, but this is, this is to me the, the proud part. It's not so much like what I have accomplished because what I have accomplished, I always, it, this is not my, it's not a one woman show, right? I, this is my team that I'm, um, I, that I have accomplished this with, and that's what makes me proud. It's not so much me, myself, putting myself in a spotlight and saying, you know, hey, this is me, and I'm so proud of what I achieved because I didn't really, without my team, I would have never gotten there, right? 
So that's why the proudest moment, I can't say which one was the just proudest moment, but I'm, I'm constantly, when we look back with the people and see what they have achieved and when we can uh, celebrate with them, that's to me when we are, when I am proud. Now what's, regarding your, your vision, What's yeah. the one thing that excites you most about the network marketing <laughs> profession now? Well, you know, for me personally right now, you know, <laughs> it's like most people that have an established business and, and or, you know, in a full swing of things and would probably go like, how can she say that? You know, but I am excited right now for me personally uh, that I am allowed to start over, that I can be in that exciting phase of... Uh, of this of building a business to build it up again and be in there and and just that that excitement i don't know if you can remember your uh, begin your beginnings and how excited you were and all the energy that you had and i mean we all have energy throughout our entire career but this is a, a little special magical uh, time you know and this is what what i'm excited about is that i can start over new and can have you know build this big new team that is excited about and now so i mean there is no there has never been a better time than now you know people need a plan b right people need to you know have stability in your life have uh have uh just another option another income and this is just that excites me that we have such a great time to uh, to help people achieve that, no matter in what company we are, we all can help people to have a plan B, have a more stable life, a better life, and that just that has always excited me. That it's not so much about now uh, because this is always possible, but right now is a really good time for it. And for me, you know, just starting over and building new, and that that is something that I'm really excited about. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Now I'm gonna. Um let the listeners know a little bit about your background. You know, when you shared with me that your father was a doctor, I instantly felt a connection with you because my dad was a doctor as well, you know. Um, my dad oh. was a general practitioner. Wait, it's been so long, I forgot what he was. He was a general surgeon. That's what it was. He was a general surgeon, had own private practice. He was kind of like a rags to riches, came from Hong Kong with no money, then made all the money in the world. But unfortunately, I had no time for it, my brother and I growing up. And I, for the longest time, thought I was actually going to follow his footsteps and take over his private practice and be a surgeon as well. Um, and of course, you know, when I got into network marketing, he wasn't too happy about it. Uh, what was your dad's reaction when you guys started start this business? And how did you overcome that? Well, uh, my father initially said, you know, wow, Marie, uh, I don't really know what to say. And <laughs> he was sitting in front of me, like really a little startled. And I was looking him into the eyes and I said, do you believe in me? And he said, well, I always believe in you, but I'm not so sure if I believe in what you're believing in right now. And uh, I said, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I, I'm not sure, you know, if that's the, the path that I have envisioned for you, because I thought when you go to the United States, you're going to go back to, uh, to school and you're going to back to med school and really become a radiologist. And there was a little bit of disappointment there. But, you know, I said, hey, listen, you know, if this is not going to work out, I'm going to do what you say. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, you know, uh, you need to trust me and let me do my own thing. And my father is really good at, you know, just 
he's not trying to interfere with my life. He's going to give advice, but he's not going to try and, you know, steer you into a direction that you don't want to go. And he knew, he saw in my face that I was excited about it and that I really wanted to try it. And after three months of thinking about it, he knew that I, uh, I thoroughly thought about it. So he was like, okay, but if it's not working, Marie, you're going to become a doctor. And then it worked out. And he is like, well, what are we going to do now? Are you still going to become a doctor? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, why would I? And he's like, oh, I wish you would be finally doing what I tell you. So, but I never did. And, um, and, but he's fine with it. You know, there was not much to overcome. It was just talking to him and, and making sure that he understood that this is what I wanted. He probably think, what do those crazy Americans do to my little girl? Yeah, he was, you know, <laughs> first I leave Germany and him, you know, then I go to the U.S. and I'm not going to become a doctor. That, that must have been, maybe it was hard, but I actually have to be honest, he, he, he could have, I, I'm not sure if he hit it all that well or if he just didn't feel all that bad about it, but he was okay. That's good. Now, as we wrap up towards the end of the show, some really quick questions to pick your brain, Marie. Sure. So what's one of your favorite success quotes that's motivated you? Well, it is um, it is something that I think because we are in the people business, it's shall I tell you the secret of, a, of the true scholar? It is this. Every man I meet this is my master in some point, and in that I learn of him. It's from Wal- Ra- Ralph Waldo Emerson. I'm sorry, my German. My German is <laughs> with me. And it's just like I think. Uh, if I am allowed to uh, tell something about this quote, why I think it's my sure. favorite, um, it's because this is a people business, right? And I think what a lot of people need to learn is that the person that is in front of you can always teach you something, and you need to ask questions to learn questions to learn about the the person that is in front of you, so you know you know which part of the business to tell him or her, because what applies to me might not apply to you. Right. And if I tell you if I don't listen well enough to you and don't learn from you while I'm talking to you, then um, I'm most likely have a hard time to reach you to make you feel, wow, this is something for me. And that's why I like this quote so much. And it's my favorite one that I also tell my team, because I really feel that since we're in a people business, we need to learn from everyone that we encounter. And it goes back to being open-minded, too, right? Just from every person we meet, there's something we can learn. Exactly. Now, I know since you're very successful, you have a lot of habits because habits create success. What's one habit that's helped you become successful? Well, one habit uh, that I had to learn and that made me successful is that I I open my business every day. I, I... work from home and it is sometimes very tempting or was very tempting not to open my business but I since you know it is a business and not just a hobby and I needed to open I need to uh, in my imagination take the key turn it around and open my business every day and that needs to be a habit in my opinion because if you don't do this every day and the hours you set for yourself no matter if it's two hours 30 minutes 10 minutes four hours, whatever it is that you're working at your business, you need to be 100% present and you need to open your business. If you don't open your business, no one's going to show up and uh, and you're not going to be successful. So that's my habit. I open every day. It's like a physical business, even though I'm sitting at home at my computer. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Uh, the best piece 
of advice that I've ever gotten. Well, I think it is uh, <laughs> it is um, the only difference between a successful person and someone who is not successful is the one gives up and the other one doesn't. And I see that as an advice because it says never give up. You know, if you want to be successful, never give up. And that is, I think, that's the, the best advice I've ever gotten. And I got this one from my father. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you meet someone and they're interested to learn more about the company, the products. Do you use a newsletter, a flip chart? Do you do webinars? Or do you send them a video, a link? What do you like to use, Marie? I don't only like using links, you know, uh, and uh, when, I, when I talk to them, I like to send a video of myself where I explain something because usually um, since I'm overseas and I'm uh, heavily um, working uh, with the European market, I want them to see my face and I want them to see a piece of me and get a feel for me because I can transfer my personality to them. So I like sending them a video, uh, but with me, myself, not just a company video, it's in that case, I still like to do my own thing, but using what I have from the company as far as information. Uh, what's one of your favorite apps or online resources? Do you use like a Dropbox or Evernote uh, that you could recommend to our listeners? Uh, I like Dropbox very much because uh, I can share easily files on Dropbox and it's easy. It's an easy tool. You can even upload your videos there, which I like because people go there and then they can also go to um to the folders that I refer them to. So I love Dropbox because you can use it from everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, and that's cool. And Evernote, I, uh, I, I've, I've used, but I have to be honest, it's not my favorite thing. Um, App-wise, I might be pretty old school that I don't, uh, you know, I don't use very many apps. Um, so I am not the right person to ask about apps, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, no worries. Hey, you're old school and you're making it happen. So it's great. Yeah, I'm really old school. I'm also the one that is using uh, the approach with, you know, write a list. And I know a lot of people will sit now at home and or in their office and go like, oh, gosh, Marie, why? Why? But this is still, I, I still like doing it like this because it's easy. It's something that everyone can do. And, uh, and uh, the most important part there is just not to judge people. When people write their list, they often judge people. Oh, yeah, no, this is not going to be for them. Uh, no, I can't put them on the list because, but this is really up to the people, right? So to the people that you're going to ask. So that is, I'm old school. I'm very old school. <laughs> Aside from the Mary Christensen book, is yeah. there any other one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Any book from Tony Robbins. I absolutely love that guy and he every piece of advice that you can get from him is just amazing and every, every any book from him is something that I can recommend to anyone it's easy to read he's he's a people person he's going to explain it in easy words so he he's absolutely any book you can find on Amazon or wherever you will find it it's just I love this guy and he's so down to earth that is what I can recommend any book from him just simply any book and ML Nation, I know you love audio because you listen to this podcast. So if you haven't already, you can get free audiobooks at mlnationbook.com. That is mlnationbook.com. So Marie, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Yes. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business. And I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. 
you already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven cold market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know MLM Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your father. You didn't know your husband. You knew no one. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? So you said, I don't know anyone, right? You don't know anyone. So it's almost like you were like an alien that came onto earth but you spoke english but you had no contacts i had no contacts i'm an i am an alien <laughs> yeah actually you're an alien from germany right so it's yeah similar to like you came over to germany but you didn't know anyone not even one person what would you do how would you meet prospects how would you build your list yeah well you need to go out there right i uh, if you i came from from uh, germany and i didn't know anyone and my husband is someone who's not uh, a very Let's put it that way. He likes being social, but he also likes to be to himself. So he doesn't didn't have very many friends. Now he has some, and it it was really I 
had to go out there. I had to meet people. I had to. So I went into. Uh, I I started having hobbies, <laughs> you know, and I met people there. I uh, I had uh, went to fairs, and like I said, I'm really old school, and, and I just I just put myself out there. I booked events. I I took everything that I could that to just put myself out there and gather information about people. And had, I had a very old school drawings and that is how I met people and how I just interacted with them. And I didn't push the, the, uh, the business all that much at these events. I just, you know, talked to them casually and then uh, built my list from there. That is what I did. And that worked very well, obviously, but I always say you need to put yourself out there. You can't sit uh, on the sofa expecting someone to knock at your door asking what the uh, mail guy just brought to you. You know, you need to be out there. And that is what I did. The alien went out there and talked to people and uh, just uh, found places where there are a lot of people because I don't, didn't want to go to person to person. I wanted to go somewhere where there are a lot of people at one time. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Well, the best way is uh, absolutely, uh, for me, still Facebook and uh, sending me an email. Um, I don't know if you're going to, uh, if I am supposed to provide this here or if this is provided later. But sure, you can uh, provide, we'll put it in the show notes link, but you can let people know about your email or your okay. website. That'd be great. The website uh, is also is just very simple, marielsmith.com. And on Facebook, it's just Marie Louise Smith with a hyphen. It's very easy to find. And uh, email is always good to reach me. I'm go- probably going to respond f- fastest to emails with this. Uh, it's easy, smith and smithglobal at gmail.com. And then what's the, any last words or advice? Well, always, always believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, everything else is going to be very, very hard. You need to find that believe in yourself and you need to believe in your company and you need to believe in your product. If one is one of these three is missing, then this is going to make it a lot harder for you. So you, But the most important part is really that you believe in yourself. You need to believe in yourself. That's very, very important. And listen to people that believe in you. If you don't believe in you right now or have a little struggle to believe in yourself, listen to the people that are around you and tell you the great things about it. Don't dwell on the things that people might tell you or talk about you. Just just don't listen to that. It's hard, but you need to learn not to listen to it, and you got to believe in yourself. That's that's the best piece of advice I think I can give you. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and today you'll be hanging out with Marie Louise Smith. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at the search bar, and Marie's contact info and all those great books, great aha moments that she talked about will pop right up. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Marie, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. ML Nation is grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much, Marie, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. ML Nation, that was an awesome show. Great lessons there from Marie Louise Smith, a German out in the U.S. I still have that picture in mind when she told her father. Uh, her father probably didn't thinking, what are those Americans got you into? Took my little girl away, and now she's doing something, uh, something else. It's pretty incredible. Like even after all, all her success, her father deep down still wants her to be a doctor, right? I guess sometimes uh, it's hard for parents to let go. And great lesson there. And speaking about doctors, you know, if you know a lot of people who are in the medical or uh, accountants, they're very analytical. 
right? They want data and they need time to digest it. And Maria is an awesome example. It took three months of thinking, thinking, thinking until she had no other options. She was bored, probably bored out of her mind. She decided to, you know, like her husband told her, quote unquote, give her a try. So, um, analytical people, I like that. They take a long time. And, but the problem is, if you are one of those, if you are one of those people who are, you know, the analytical type, understand that most people are not like that. And this thing that Marie shared is something I see happen so many times. That people feel like, oh, the company presentation is missing this. There's so many important things that's missing this part. They didn't explain this part of the play plan. Let me add to this. Let me do this. Or these slides are no good. I can do the presentation better. I have better looking slides. It's not professional enough. Or the video. They try to reinvent the wheel. Most of the time, you know, when you get started, you need to spend time on prospecting, not spending the time redesigning slides. And the reason those things are there is because they work. You know, the most important thing is, the, again, to go back to the three doubts, I talked about this in my sponsoring workshop webinar. Like, if you've never been there, go to sponsoringworkshop.com. It's a free two-hour but very intense sponsoring that uh, teaches you sponsoring skills, how to invite people. Uh, and, but the three doubts are, is this for real? Can I do this? And will you help me? And, you know, can I, is this for real? That normally people get. They actually, if, especially at Walmart, they know you, they trust you, like Marie's husband. See, that I trust my friend. They're not going to share something that's a scam, right? They trust. They're, so it is for real. But the one that holds people back, that loses the prospects is, can I do this? Most people feel they don't have time. Most people don't feel they can sell. Most people definitely don't want to study info, study data about the products and all that scientific stuff behind it. So to keep it simple, the more complicated it is, or if you do too salesy, people think, I can't do what you're doing. Not actually, that hurts a lot of people who are smart, like the quote of smart people like doctors, you know, medical backgrounds like Marie, because they probably know so much, you feel like they have to give so much info, but most people can do it. So make sure you keep your presentation simple and interesting, not boring, and answer that objection. That is the main objection, right? Whether it's, I don't have time, I can't sell, I don't have money, it's really about, can I do this? Because if people feel they can do it, think about this. ML Nation. If your prospects, they feel they can do it, and they know people in network marketing make a lot of money, everyone's going to join. But what holds them back is they feel like, I can't do this. So your presentation, make sure you keep it simple and duplicatable. The last thing is Marie talked about, she actually spent a lot of time talking about this, is being coachable. The number one person that's holding you back is yourself. It's you. And I actually heard this recently, the number one hater in your life is not the people around you, negative people. The biggest hater is yourself. It's you who are holding yourself back or say, I'm not that type of person or I can't do it. No, you, MLM, the reason I love network marketing because my belief is it allows us to fulfill unlimited potential, right? You have the potential to do it, but you have to be coachable. And if you're stuck, it's not because of the company. It's not. It's you, whether your skills or the way you're looking at something. But for Marie, she thought people needed more information. She felt people, she had to create a better presentation. She didn't realize it was her. And then the problem's never the problem, is how you look at the problem. And when Marie started looking at it from a different angle, say, hey, the problem is not the slides. This problem is I'm not making it simple enough for people. I'm boring people. That's when she started having success. So those are the three main takeaways. Remember, you, you, that's what's stopping you. So in, like Jim Rohn says, I always love this quote, in order for your income to change, you must change. And so thank you for listening to ML Nation, constantly getting new ideas. Think about these new ideas. Think about what do you have to change. Are you stuck in the area right now? And Marie kind of shared something that woke you up. 
go apply that change immediately. Start thinking about doing things a little bit differently and keep it, keep it, keep it simple. Chances are you're probably overcomplicating things. So ML Nation, if you love the show, make sure you uh, go to mlnation.net, type in Marie, M-A-R-I-E, or her full name, Marie-Louise, L-U-I-S-E, and contact her, thank her, check her out, you know, contact her, Get in touch with the checker on Facebook. And also, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. I really appreciate the reviews. We could use more reviews on iTunes, okay? Not just on the Facebook page, but go to iTunes. It takes you two minutes. Just leave a quick review. Or if you don't have iPhone, leave it on Stitcher. I really appreciate that. And the last thing is um, share the show with others. Share it on social media. Share it on Twitter. Um, that's my purpose. I want to have a positive impact on many lives as possible. And so the more you share it, then not only are you building the credibility, the professionalism of network marketing. I mean, this is a podcast three times a week sharing the top, focusing and featuring the top leaders. It gives the industry more credibility, uh, makes us more proud of the profession, and you can change lives as well. Just share with others, upline, downline, share with prospects. Maybe you have a prospect who wants to be a doctor. Hey, that's... That's the perfect episode to share with them. So that's it, MLM Nation. And last thing, I appreciate you for taking the time, for your support, for listening. And remember, MLM Nation, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.